יופי. ברוך השם, good morning. Gotta acknowledge it. We woke, we woke up in Eretz Yisrael today. We went to sleep in Eretz Yisrael last night. We woke up in Eretz Yisrael, huh? Unbelievable. Baruch Hashem. The month of Iyar is sponsored by the Sternbergs in honor of the Schut of living in Eretz Yisrael. What did we just say? And for their anniversary month. And the whole month is sponsored by Lili Nishmas, Nacham Shimon ben Rabbi Tzchak Aryeh, Dov Tobi and Tamaiz Abba. And the Feigenbaum family, Lili Nishmas Chaim Yisachar ben Yechiel Zaydal Dov. That's, that's uh, Aaron Feigenbaum's brother, who's uh, Chaim, who I actually knew, is a buddy of mine. It's, I think the Yorit Seid is to, either today or tonight, but there's a shir he's giving tonight upstairs at 8.30, highly recommended, at 8 or 8.30 in the social hall. Uh, am I sitting in your seat? You're sitting in your seat. <laughs> um, and the week is sponsored by, uh, in memory of Ezra ben Simchalea on his first Yorit Seid, Husband of Shoshana Dabush and father of Leora Ashman and Latan Dabush, with Neshama Heaven Aliyah. All right, we're, we're flying through them, we're flying with, with these words. This is the Pierre Setzna has done with us. He's taken us into Yetzias Mitzrayim. Actually, you know, the Chavit, if you're able to listen to the last two Shurim, if you haven't listened, learned it with us, it's, it was Chazak because my, my third parashia in Shema is different since, since we've been learning this a lot. How he explains to us what it means to use our machshavot to think more about what was happening in Yitzhak The other night, I came home late, my, one of my kids was still up. I had a shmuz with her in her bedroom, and she was talking to me about uh, a bunch of things. And then I said to her, she said, and how was your day? I was like, well, I'll tell you the truth. It was Monday, so we learned this Monday morning. I said, I've been thinking all day about, about uh, things in and in, in, that happened in Yetzirah Mitzrayim that I never thought about before. And I started going through, not too much, because she's, she's 12, because some of these things here are really insane, about the panemius of, like, you know, what, what happened there. And it was, like, such a, it was such a deep conversation we had with each other about, about when we share with someone something that we're going through, how much more do they think about what, what we're going through other than the details that we give them? That's, I mean, like my mother once told me when I was younger, when I was going through a, a certain Nisayon in life, she said, Shlomo, just remember, everyone goes to sleep worrying about their own Pekalach at night, like their own Tzaras. As much as maybe your Indian is hard to hear, or it's embarrassing, was that at the end of the day, everyone goes to sleep thinking about their own bank account, let's say. Not people aren't really going to sleep thinking about someone else's pain, unless extreme cases like we experienced here a few weeks ago. But in general in life, I think that that's a very good, it's a very interesting thing. And, and over here, I feel like the PSSNA said, okay, I want you all to come into the, to a household of, Mitz, of a Jews and Mitzrayim and taste the bitterness of it much, much bitter, much, much deeper, so that you can really use your machshava to lit rachev lit pashet. But then we were learning, no, it was also to use our machshava to also appreciate geula. You can only appreciate geula if galut is clear to you and if you feel what galut is. So for many people that are under the awareness or concept or the, the recognition that we're still in a state of, 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 of exile in the world, and they think that this is like all it is, so when Mashiach comes, it won't, I don't know, you know, I, what do I know what it will be like for them? But you only taste the geula, lefum tzara agra, you're only going to taste the geula in accordance to how much you realized you don't have geula right now in your life. And we're saying this here, living in, in beautiful Eretz HaKodesh and saying this. So, achad kama when a person's bichlal disconnected, 
it's an opportunity to, to tune into what's about to come, Bezrat Hashem. Okay. So we are on, we are on Daf Pei Gimel. Daf Pei Gimel. Well, yeah, he goes on for a while here. This is going to be more, more of a continuation of what we've been learning. This is amazing. Daf Pei Gimel, on the bottom, on the bottom, uh, the bottom paragraph. Now, what we learned last time was that Am Yisrael f- forgot, they, they knew that what they're going through and what they're experiencing in Mitzrayim and this low, low state that they were in, they knew one thing, it's not the Amos. They knew that this is, this is not really them. They, 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 the, the Egyptians completely forgot about, you know, Yosef, and we were saying last time, the Egyptian forgot that their grandparents were fed by the Jews' grandfather, Yosef Atzadik. They completely forgot that. And everything was lost. Whatever we were, however we were when we came down to Mitzrayim, in the time of Yaakov and Yosef, was completely lost. That state of nobility, Vichune, was completely lost by the Egyptians, but by the Jews, they knew, wait a second, what we're seeing here, this is not Zeloze, Zeloshayach. This is not, this is not emet. It's not truth. Remember learning this last name? Go bottom paragraph. So the Egyptians didn't remember how great Am Yisrael is, were, and that they're sons of kings. And Yidin forgot that they were princes as well. I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm saying this like Mamish in, in, in current, current events is that I think we completely forgot, like, we, we completely, we have completely forgotten a key element of the Nitzchiyot of Am Yisrael. You have all these bombs dropping on Yidin and thousands of Jews sleeping in, in, a, in a bomb shelters last night, which happens all the time. And a ceasefire is reached a few hours later at three in the morning. And nothing has changed at all. We f- you see that we forgot who we were. Now you'll give me all these reasons, intelligence, v'chulei, v'chulei. It's been like this for a very, very, very long time. Very long time. Very long time. I just heard something amazing that's happening, speaking about, like, about who we are and what this land yeah. is. So from, I think from May 8th for 21 days, there, there's like a, there's a, they're trying to put together a group that there's going to be like at least five million Christians around the world praying for Israel and and uh, and the Jewish people. That's crazy. Meaning, and they said, it's and, beautiful. And they it's just said, crazy. And they, said, and they said they feel like within like a few years they're gonna have they're gonna have like hundred, hundreds of a millions. millions. <laughs> what an upside down world, no? What an upside down world. Meaning that's 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 gewalt, and yet. Is that what it takes for us to remember who we are? Lo yuman, lo yuman, crazy, crazy. We forgot here. Yes, he says we forgot. We became these broken and shafel, humiliated slaves. Hen beveita, third line. Hen bevetam imayale mimehem rak shaashal menucha in their homes. If they only had an hour of rest, shuv ruach adinut v'amalchiyut shebohi tromem v'kam. If a person had an hour of no uh, slave master standing over them with a the whip, 
that during that hour they would slowly return to being themselves. But it was it was like kachalom yaut. It was like a a passing wind. It didn't last. Ubifrat b'shabatot k'shekaru et megilot asher beyadam me'avotem she'ashem migalem. This is so beautiful. Hey Yeshua, boker tovach yakar. This is amazing. This is he brings here. A, a, I think it's a midrash rabba that they had in the Mitzrayim. Remember, we, we discussed last week on Monday how Moshe Rabbeinu gave them Shabbos, right? He was able to give them off Shabbos. What were they doing on Shabbos? What, what, were they pulling out Masechet you know, Megillah? What, what did they have? So he says, the Midrash says, they actually had Megillot, certain, certain Torah Shabbat Peh, that Yaakov gave to Yosef, and the tribes gave to their children. They had some kind of a Masoret written down, and they would go over it. Did you know this? Did you guys ever hear this? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that what he's saying? So when that would happen, he's saying, at the moment where they had a little bit of a breather, and especially when they would learn whatever Torah they had back then, suddenly the, the face looked like it had, it had color again. They started looking like themselves again. It was like this. But when it was such a contrast between the moment where they felt restored and themselves again, filled with light, in their own confines of the Daladamot, and, the, and right on the other side of the wall, an Egyptian was waiting right there to treat them like dogs. That contrast was insane. Mes- mentally, mental breakdowns. Because, wait a second, when no one's around me, and I'm sitting with the Dvar Hashem that my father gave me, that his father gave me, I have the whole world. But how could this be that the reality that's waiting for me on the other side of the wall, behind the door, is, is so, so, so not what I was experiencing a second ago. Let's say a yid came home from working all day, all night, comes home at one in the morning, and then basically goes to sleep at two, and then at a quarter to four, an Egyptian comes and starts screaming, I mean, we have we have those sounds here a lot. You know, we have these. <laughs> we got it pretty, yeah. So, namas ruach That spirit of nobility that he had when he had his own dignity for a few seconds, namas, melted away, and his neshama and each of our neshamas like. Blossomed away from him. Blossomed. Parachan Ishmato. That Lashon is Rashi explaining how Sarah Imenu died when she heard about Yitzchak on the Mizbeach. It says Parachan Ishmatan. It's like their soul just left them. Veshuv Eved Nishbar Mimenu Nishar. And again, they remained again that broken down slave. It was like a roller coaster the entire time. The whole week they felt battered, and Shabbat came and they were wow. Gan Eden. Right. Gan Eden. And then boom again. This yeah. They, they really had the uh, MSBs. They had the, yeah. If anyone had the MSBs, which is Rashi Tevis, Motzei Shabbos, Blues, 
It was definitely that. I mean, imagine. It just puts our MSBs into perspective, right? Yeah. We have a Motzei Shabbos blue because Shabbos was so high, and it's not so high right now. Well, there's no Egyptian that's about to wake you up with a whip mm-hmm. at 3.30 and say, hey, your 18-hour workday starts now, you dog. Get up. Perspective. Hamino you know, they, they, they did believe that in the future, atid Hashem, in the future, whenever that was, you know, Geula would happen. But even though the notion of redemption will take place was still in them, the glory and the shining of who they were and the beauty of what will be one day was so distant. Meaning the past and the glory of Beit Abba was so, so far away. And the beauty of hopefully what will be was also so, so far away, which kept them in like completely disconnected worlds from the past and the future and stuck in the most horrific present. The present was the last thing they would ever want to be around. Saying it's true. Yosef Atzadik was the viceroy of Egypt. It's true. But you know how close they felt to their, grand, their great-grandfather being the viceroy of Egypt? How close do you feel to your experience of being in your mother's room learning Torah all day with an angel? I mean, you probably still do, but, 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 but everyone, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how many of us actually feel like we're still connected to that world? It seems like, even if we're told it's a truth, and then Hashem knows it's true, ze olam acher legamre. Olam acher legamre. Frankly, I feel like that quite, quite honestly, nationally, where we are today to where we were as a national am in 1967. It's endless, there's barely a memory of, of that, of the Nishmat Am Yisrael that happened just, how long ago is it? 60 years ago? Less, right? How many years ago? 56. 57. It's a Zecher. It's like, it's, it's such a far world. Yes, I know it existed. Yes, I know I'm capable of it. But this, this contrast is really heavy on the heart. You know, sometimes you look, you, so I'll, I, I, once in a while, I'll, I'll you know, I, I've, I've always archived myself, like everything, since, I'm, since I ever did, started doing anything, I've recorded everything. And like from the age of like 17, 18, I don't know, what, I think, I, I know where it came from, because I was so into Rib Shlomo, and that, that archiving of his stuff, and realizing anything he can get a hands on, his hands on, and then I would give it to his family, and I, I realized how much they were so appreciative of anything of their Abba from any time. I said, you know, one day, I'll be an Abba. I want my kid, you know, I want to give, I don't, whether they're interested in it or not, it's another story, right? But I want to give them whatever I can, so I've been collecting, I've, I have thousands and thousands of hours of any place Hashem has let me be in the world. Everything. And... Some I, I used before I had kids and I was still single or even first married, I'd have kamuvan a lot more time to travel down memory lane, because there was time. And sometimes you, uh, today, once in a while, someone will send me a WhatsApp video 
of like, you know, from 20, 25 years ago, you know, a little snippet of something. And I'm like, not like, oh my God, that was so pathetic, but more like, wow, it was so clean then. It was just pure. It was just new, right? And I go into this place of efu aniva efu I have to stop because I don't want to get too depressed on it. And it's also, no, I don't want it because I'll say the same thing also in 20 years when I look back at today, nachon. That's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, it's as if I can't even remember that that was my experience in this world. That's what they felt. I have no zeche of any, anything that would display nobility, that would dis- display uh, piety, uh, no, not piety, but that would display kavod. Kavod, that's the word, kavod. That's exactly how I'm feeling so much these days about Am Yisrael, the kavod, the kavod of it. Whatever, I can go on a total detour now, and I'm not going to, but you, you, you all know what I'm talking about. I don't know if you agree, but you all know what I'm talking about. It's still there. It's there. But efozek moshe ayapam. You know? Is it there? Yes. Mm-hmm. I ha- the Rambam says, emuna in Biyat HaMashiach is emuna in the Kedusha of Am Yisrael. So I have to believe that it's there. But do you feel that it's there? Moments. You having to believe moments. is very different than believing. Moments. I have to work with those moments. I got to take the most from those moments, you know. Yes, but compared to what I think was, you know, I wasn't around then. But even I, even as a kid, even as a kid in the eighties, I remember a different kavod, a different pride of Am Yisrael. Can, can. Can. Yeah. So much is going on in Eretz Yisrael, for instance. Kind of, yeah. Usually, you get when you go to the market, you can like try to shine a little bit. What happens when you're in your homes, uh, a mess? Yeah. Yeah. Expected? So here, their 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 whole world. To get back to them, their whole mitziyut was was that they had no remnant of of any beautiful times and no real vision of how of when it's going to get better. Nachon. The gam we're in the we're like eight lines on the top. The gam tikvatam lehigael nitrachkameim kiilu beolam acher teiye, and also their their hope that there will be geula was more became more and more distant. Not that they stopped believing, but that they thinking that it was going to it would it would happen started you know feeling further and further away. And I want to ask you all a really hard question. I want to ask you all a really hard question. Do you all believe in the coming of Mashiach? Yes, I can answer for you. I can answer for you, right? I can answer for all of you, for sure. Was there a point in life that you felt that it was going to be much closer than the way you feel it's going to be today? I feel like, I feel like it's closer now than I yeah. had in the past. That's beautiful. Who else? Oh, I feel the same I as felt, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I felt like it was... Felt like in the past, like when the boys were kidnapped, when different things were happening. I felt like that was when it was going to happen. COVID. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I thought that. That, that little Pesach, come on. Yeah. 
Yossi challenged me. We were doing a Mincha Zoom, Erev Pesach, first cover, right? And he was just like, okay, boys, I know you're all really expecting, you know, the, tonight and everything, and, but let's pregame. What, how are you going to celebrate your Yiddishkeit if it doesn't happen when you open the door tonight for Eliyahu Navi? Yeah. He says, it's true. Geula is, is it, it will be, but it's in a different world. It's not in the world that I'm living in. In the world that I'm living in, I have an Egyptian rasha merusha that, that, that toivels, his mikvah is in Jewish, in Jewish babies' bloods, right? That, that's the world I'm in. I'm not in the world of Geula. The world that I'm in is Bichlal not like that. Who could take this? Who could last? They had Emunah, but they also had despair. What, a, what an oxymoron, no? <laughs> it's not that they lacked Emunah that despair came and conquered them, it's Bak Mishivron Rucham. Their spirit was broken. This is very deep. He's not saying that they stopped being believers. He's just saying at a certain point, the Ruach can't, can't uphold it anymore. The Ruach, the spirit, Nishbal. In order to believe, you need the essence of a person, you need a spirit in order to believe. Ubahem, etzem ha'ish, the essence of who they were as just humans, nirmas. Nirmas means like a, um, clobbered, like a, what does he, does he, what does he say there, David? One needs the essence, uh, because your spirit was broken, because to believe one needs the essence of a man, right. and the spirit with which to believe, wherein, in, whereas in them, the essence of the man has been crushed. Crushed. And the spirit has melted. Has melted. Ruach names. You understand? You have to have, you have to be a, have, there has to be someone still alive in order to believe. They were ki'idu dead. There was no spirit. There was no essence of who they were. They'd pull out those megillas, like we said before, and they'd see what's written in there. There's promises of redemption there, right? Yosef HaTzadik told them, Pakot pakarati etchem, right? They had a Masoret that Geula would be. And while they were reading it, Kam Ruach HaYisraeli Bahem, that, that Jewish spirit would arise, Ve'emunatam nitchaska. And they, their emuna got strengthened. Ukshechaskut tzarotehem, but a second later, Eimotzi Shabbos later, Nafluhem ve'imahem gam ruach emunatam nitpotzetz. The spirit of emuna exploded, not in a good way. In a bad way. A bomb went off. And then it says, now we can understand. This is so deep. What did he just do? He's preparing us for just one pasuk. Now we understand what it means. What does it mean that they have shortness, shortness of, of spirit, of breath? It was broken. They, they're basically saying, I wish I could believe you. I wish I could believe you. Who's believing you? The Ish Kodesh writes, this is so deep. The Ish Kodesh. He, he writes, Parashat Chayesara, 1940, in the ghetto. Remember this Torah. This is one of the Torahs that, the first Torahs I ever learned in, in Ish Kodesh. 
it says like this. We, we mentioned it a bit, a bit earlier in Shir. When the Malach came and showed Sarah a vision of her son on the altar, which was really what was happening, but it didn't show that he was spared. She just saw that Yitzchak was on the altar and the father was maybe like this, right? So the Medrash, Rashi quotes the Medrash there and he says, at that moment, Parchani Shmata, her soul, her soul left her, right? And she died. So the Ish <coughs> says basically that Sarah Imenu died in protest, mm-hmm. telling God that there's certain things for a mother to see her son about to be killed that it, it's too much. You know why? Because if a mother has to go through that thing, then basically, what are you left with, Hashem? What kind of person are you left with in this world? So the Ish writes in the ghetto, he says, Ribbon Maybe you'll save us from here, maybe not. But even if you save us, we're not walking, we're not going to be walking around with wounds. What kind of scars are, do we have on us? So, so what are you left with? What kind of people are you left with? And that's how he says in Parashat Chayasara, in the ghetto, he's saying, what are we left with, right? So like, Mikotze Ruach is like, Moshe like, Rabbeinu, how do you expect us to, to believe, to, to hear, you know, velo shamu, meaning over there shamu is like like lekabel, you know. How do you expect us to really ex- accept and take your words that you're about to be free right now? Enpo enpo ben adam. There's no one here. The etzem of the ish, like the PSS says, is not here. The essence of the man and the ruach, the spirit, which is really you know the so not there anymore. So he continues. Next paragraph. <clears throat> it's amazing. He's like, he's like taking us behind the scenes of the psukim. That's what I'm feeling. Like just a few psukim he's, he's referring to and he's filling in all these details. Do you see how much our machshavot, our, our thoughts have become widened? Like we take something, we think we know the story, but we think about it more and it just, it makes our consciousness of when we'll say Kiddush, or Zeichel Yitziat Mitzrayim, something else, I'm telling you, try it next time tonight when you're saying Kriyat Shema. In Marv, you'll see, think about this piece. When you finish the Parsha of Tzitzis, you'll see. It's, it's Mashu Achel. In the Parsha, it also it speaks about the, last week too, it's referenced, you know, Kemaseh Yitz Mitzrayim, remembering Egypt. Every time you'll remember Egypt now and wonder, why does it have to, why is it so repetitive? Because it was so dark. Darkness that we can't even imagine, but he's giving us tools to imagine it. Want to say something? Okay. In the midst of this tzara, Moshe Rabbeinu, Aaron Akoin, and the voice of God appears to Am Yisrael. And it says, Pakot, Pakadatit etchem, Vet Asuilachem be Mitzrayim. This is where these words from God are meeting the broken down Jew. So when the Torah tells us about these words being conveyed to Am Yisrael, understand who's meeting who. What kind of a Jew these words are meeting. So that, that, that's what he's telling us, right? Understand this, this message this besora, you know, this revelation, understand who it's coming in contact, what kind of Jew it's coming in contact with. Gam, third, uh, fourth line, 
גם איש קר הרוח וכבד אמנה, אי אפשר היה שחס ושלום יהיה מסופק בדברי קודש אלו. Even the holiest year that existed at the time needed more than just how Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron Akoim came to them. They needed more. They were so broken, they needed more. כי בחוש ראו, כי לא משה המדבר, רק השם מדבר על ידו. They sensed, okay, this is the word of God, it, it is. אבל יש שגם לאט השמש יקה בעיני איש המדוכא ומרוסס מייסוריו, וגם בצהריים יימשש כאשר יימשש העבר באפלה, ובכדי שגם, so he's saying, but there are those that are ממש walking around as if it's, it, they're blind. They can't see anything anymore. Everything is dark. And in order for even those that really had no ability to believe these words that they were from Hashem and that they were going to happen, for them, So then what do we see? After Am Yisrael says, listen, we can't hear you, we're too broken. Then what, then what gets pulled out? What does it mean, otot? What is he talking about? Before that, right? Even before that, the mateh, right? Even before that, these miracles start taking place. And then, of course, the, the makot v'chuleim. Why? And that's a good question. That why don't we have that today? Right? We have a lot of people that can't imagine anything, can't believe anything, right? We do, it's just not revealed. No, but why don't we have it like this, revealed? That's the sheila. I'm not going to get into that right now, but people have that question. Back then, because we were so broken and oppressed and dark... Then, that's where these otot came. The ruach was so shavur, so therefore these miracles started to appear. And kulam ro'im et niflaot elokeinu. And then everyone sees the wonders of our God, the God of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Ve'kulam yodim, modim u'mishtachavim la'ashem. And everyone knows, and everyone thanks God and bows down to God. Asheraat et onyam, that God saw their poverty. U'mishmea shamayim el shiflutam yarad la'ashimam. And from the upper heavens, he comes down to Lehoshia, to redeem them from their low, low, low place. People start talking to each other, the Midrash says. See, it was so dark that people weren't even talking to each other because every conversation with someone else made people feel even worse. One of the giluim, one of the revelations of what was taking place when things started getting good, is that people started conversing with each other. Where, where is it saying the Supak? It's possible that he's talking about how there, there was no doubt at all of Moshe Rabbeinu's words. I thought maybe he was saying that as soon as Moshe Rabbeinu started speaking, it was very clear that it was Hashem. And those that needed a little bit more... Can, 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 can. Right, right. Can. So it was like, even can. though everything was so terrible in their lives, Moshe Rabbeinu started speaking and everybody was like, oh, it's coming. But they still, but there was still a chunk of the Am that needed more. Needed more. Okay. Yes. Even though, they, even though there was no suffix that these words were from Hashem. But the slavery stopped when, when the Makkah started, I thought. This is before. This is when Moshe Rabbeinu first oh, comes. Okay, before oh, the Makkah began. It got worse. This is when it got worse. Bidu, that's how Parshat Shemot ends. Moshe Rabbeinu comes, he's like, are you kidding me? Right. I'm starting to do the shlichus of revealing light, and it seems like I brought more darkness. Yeah. So, so in spite of everything, like Moshe Rabbeinu starts speaking, and, and most of the nation is like, it's it, it's coming, okay, we've been waiting for this. No. I think just, he doesn't say percentage. Right. It seems to me that maybe the Bechirim Ba'am, 
they were they were like okay yeah and but the most were still like saying because the the, the pasuk says velo shamu el Moshe mikotzei ruach mavada kasha. So he's the, the first gilui of Moshe Rabbeinu and Am is is his gaming, and they're like okay good, but then they're walking to the Am cross and then they just start dissipating right. So that's what that's what I think exactly you're saying. Hayu ka'elu that this was exactly what they've been waiting for. Akol b'seder. But the Am is saying, no, 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 Moshe. But then the miracles come, and then people start talking to each other. Then things start shifting, because people are, everyone sees, not just like I hear a message, I see that it's happening in front of me. They come home, and they say, I don't know, what's a good Jewish name back then? It was, I mean, it was either Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Sarlif, Karach, Leah, Reuven, Shimon, Levi. How many Jewish names were there back then, right? Whatever the name was, and like, oh my God, I have something really good to tell you. You're not going to believe what my eyes saw today. And they start to imagine and illustrate A slave never does this. A free person starts to, to, to be, not just dream, but to also imagine and illustrate to themselves what it's going to look like. And they start saying, okay, how do I prepare to get out of here? Because it's happening. That was, the, that was the game changer. That was the game changer. Oh, it's, 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 it's such heavy stuff. This is much such heavy stuff. It happened for, you know, it happened for a second over here. I think, like, we're going to stop here. But I think it's important for us to realize that what he, what, what, where, he's, where he's driving us in this parak, again, what is it for? Just so that we learn the story of Yitziat Mitzrayim? No. What's the purpose of this parak? What is it? To widen our, to widen our thoughts, right? And have what's called even chidusha machshava, to even renew Renew our thought. You know, at an age of 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, whatever the age is, that's after the age that you know, generally say, this is where I learned all this stuff, to then look back at the story that you thought you knew mm-hmm. and humble yourself and realize, I never thought of it like this, is, is a gift. It's a, I feel it's such a gift. Mamash a gift. And that's what he's doing with us. So, Bezat Hashem, we'll continue this next time we get to learn. It should be a, a very, very, very powerful day. Bezat Hashem. Yeah.